Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Central Stadium, an iconic sporting venue. As part of a major fundraising drive, My Stadium Seat is offering you the chance to place your name or the name of someone who loves GAA on a seat at the Field of Legends. Packages from €100 Euro include seat naming plaques, certs of authenticity, online biographies and open day tickets. Show your support or make someone's Christmas. Visit MyStadiumSeat.com. Sample Stadium, where every name matters. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Premier View GA, Tipperary GA podcast. I'm Enda Tracy and tonight I'm joined by uh, Sean Smith of Charlie Sarsfield as usual. And uh, we're delighted to have a new recruit on the podcast uh, from South Tip. Don't hold it against him. Stephen Cronin from Carrick Davin. Stephen, how are you going? Uh, good, good. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me, lads. Lovely. So we've plenty to get through, lads. So we won't, we won't hang about. We'll go first to the, the stuff, that, the action at the weekend between Lockmore and Ballygunner. Um, another defeat for Bally Gunner, Sean, um, off the back of winning the two county titles after losing to Airog in the football the week before. Um, it was a bit of a disjointed game with everything that was going on in the middle of the pitch. Uh, how did you find it? Um, kind of, it's hard to know, kind of, the ref, like, you can talk about the ref all day long, but as I say, if you give the referee or linesman an opportunity to send you off, he could send you off. It happened low when all against Cratlow, Dennis Bargas sent off. Very similar thing. Touch, touch him in the chest. Right, hard game turned. Um, again, like Lockmore, when when Noga sent off there, I was like, 
they've now been back into this game. Hutchinson was the only man for Ali Gunner that really was dangerous. Um, like O'Keefe kept him in the game, to be honest as well. Um, but Lockmore just do a lot more do. They, they could have won it. Like, that penalty goes in, they win the game, I think. Yeah. So it's swings and roundabouts. But if you give the ref a choice, send you off. It's very, very harsh, but it's fucking that's the way it is. It happens. And we got rowed one year, Lockmore got rowed, but like you just the two of the main players, no one and John. Like, you know, I know you can't say any team lose one or two players, no matter who they are, but still though. Two of the king things a lot more down to 13 and it's still nearly held on like but unlucky they'll be sick and over. We're gonna talk a lot about Johnny Murphy when we're analysing this lads. Uh Stephen, what did, did it ruin the game? Did did Lockmore have the beating of them if they had kept those two McGraths on the field? Well, I, I felt uh when Noel got sent off, Lockmore it looked like they played better. Like as it, the grid between the teeth and it's a right we'll drive on here, but against the ref the linesman in fairness to Johnny Murphy he, re- he relied on the linesman and then his umpires for the second sending off but it just seems like galvanised man Liam McGrath at, um, at 11 I, I just thought he, he just roared into the game at that stage and it just it just felt like they said right work rate goes up whatever happens happens and to be honest uh, I think, were, I think uh, Ballygunner were very lucky that Lockmore had a couple of lads sent off and uh, they, they can feel very lucky to come out of the game. Just want to go to go back to the point of um, if you give the ref uh, what, what's the, what was the saying? Uh, if you give him uh, an opportunity to send you off or things like I, I don't agree with that unless the hurley is raised um, because I think there's an element of physicality in, uh, in the game and I think if we go down the route of if they're red cards and if you give the referee an option or, and, and this thing if they are red cards, lads, we're moving up. We're moving to a Cork style of hurling, where it's no tackling, no physicality. I know technically, yeah, he gave him a troll and just, but he received one just just previous to it, and you have to be able to kind of stand up for yourself and and kind of have your own back as well. If the referee is not going to have your own back, if you understand, if you get what I'm trying to say, like he didn't use the hurley, he didn't go with the hurley, and the linesman, assuming he did, I think. You you can you can't assume it unless you see it. It's a yellow card, and and I I just thought it 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 ruined the game. It ruined the spectacle for everyone. And but fair play to Lockmore, they they really upped the work rate afterwards, and the 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 cut out the space in front of Desi Hutchinson, who who was who was a handful for anyone. He was looking awesome the other night, but you know it it took took away the spectacle of the game. They were chasing the game from the get go. Then from then on, then afterwards. Hutchinson was in ridiculous form, Sean, wasn't he? Um, a strange decision, I felt, that Larkin Egan, I know, look, if you have that space in front of you and you have Desi Hutchinson in front of you and the ball's going in well, and there's not too many cornerbacks that are going to be able to stop him. But they left Larkin Egan on him for the whole game. Did, did you think a move should have been made there? Um, yeah, they could have moved. But like Hutchinson was quite now in the quarterfinal final was like, no, I know, but they're going to walk that game. It wasn't exactly flying all cylinders that day and like more I thought ah, I might get away with it but the space he got in his turn and he got the ball in his hand he's gone again as in, in the second half when he got some of the front from it wasn't clinical but they could have spotted it out earlier but they kind of so much things on around the field were sending offs that they were trying to do 10 things at once and they were getting scores one and going in half time, half time two points down and almost their scores were freezing the first half 
like they were like we're right in this game. Um, and just one thing there, the relation just back to Stephen there saying about linesmen. So it's weird the way the ref didn't go to linesmen at the camera side who would have had seen in front on Noel. He went to the referee, yeah, who would have had looking at both of their backs, which was strange as well. I thought, like, no, so it's one of these things where like a TMO there would have seen in two minutes. Done, you know, there's really yeah. no answer, you know, so. Well, like especially in these kind of games where it's such a vital game, was like whatever about a club mid game or South Korea, but like even at this level, like when the cameras are there, different angles, they should have a quick look or someone aside and look at it and go here, cop on there, like you know. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. I think, um, at this level, especially, look, we won't get away with it at lower level club games and and down through the ages, but at this level, there's there's nothing in it to for a neutral person, a neutral ref, maybe have a laptop on the go where he's watching the same match that we're watching you know and 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 to be able to say two 30 seconds hey look uh shoulder there was a bit of handbags let's call it yellow card two of them done and uh would have took took the referee out of the fire lane because as angry as i was at the weekend i'm not even a lot more man but as angry as i yeah. was at the weekend with the performance to these linesmen and his umpires that that I, I thought put him in the in the in the mental posture, in, put him in the the controversial chat basically, and uh, they they let him down big, big time. They let the referee big down big time. Yeah, I definitely have a certain amount of sympathy for Johnny Murphy. Look, he's not done us any favors in years gone by when he's ref tip matches, but at the end of the day, he was only taking taking advice from the umpires and the linesmen and. Like he's get he was getting some dog abuse as a really us awesome on on Twitter like it was gone way overboard, but yeah think- he just yeah he just showed cards he didn't actually he took on board by his toll like you know again play actor Valley Gunner which was fucking exceptional honestly like, that was panto stuff like no yeah we'll come on to that now and <laughs> especially for the John McGrath right card like whatever about your man at the Levy's no hit him a fair shoulder um look he could have probably not made as big of a meal of it as he did. But Perry Coughlin made a show of himself there, as far as I'm concerned, Sean. Mm. Yeah, oh, he did, yeah. He went down, and the worst of the two lads were into the umpire to tell him that he went down. Like, you know, mm. that stuff you see at fucking Man City, they're playing soccer, like, in PSG. Like, this is it's rotten. Like, you know, like, like it's probably a yellow hair, but, geez, he mightn't have given it. You know, he mightn't have, only for the play acting and, the Wallachology went on, he gave you, he might have given, he might have thrown the ball in or something, you know. And that was a vital stage, Stephen. The, the, yes, after winning yeah. a penalty, four points down, they really had a head of steam built up. That goes that, in, it goes down to a point, 14 men on the field. Could have been a different it, game. Exactly. And and the fact that they couldn't shake him off as well, it's it's in the back of their head, can't get rid of these. And it, John McGrath gets a penalty there. Look, maybe he might not have scored, who knows. But had he scored that, you know, like the, the momentum was with that more. The, 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 the dander was up, like Ballygona were under pressure. And uh, it, it just could have had a, it had a huge bearing on the game. But just in that instant there, um, there should, should something come of it where, uh, where when he held on to the ball, John McGrath's looking to take, get his penalty. He's going, he can't take the penalty until the ref says so, but he's looking to get the penalty to keep him momentum going, keep things, keep their, you know, their flow going. If a defender stops you from getting the ball, there has to be some sort of, like, you should be allowed to go take that ball. In soccer, mm. 
if you're two goals down and you score a goal and the and the, the goalie is acting the maggot, not giving you the ball back so he can take quick kick off, he's getting a yellow card. He has to let go of that ball straight away. It has to be something like this, I think, in Hurling, which was highlighted today. You leave go of the ball, you drop, or, or else there has to be a repercussion. And John McGrath barely touched. He barely touched. And the two boys ran screaming to the umpires. He broke his hand. He broke his hand. I know they did that. I know they did that. It was hers. And that's, that's, there's no place in Harlem for that. No place whatsoever. Yeah. The last minute of a game, trying to buy a free when you're a point up or something, you know, you might dive or I have no issue with things like that. Like, you know, you win it up. But early in the game, diving around the place and, and, and going screeching to the umpires that he, he's at the break in his hand. Like, that's, 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 not, that's not part of the game at all. And it's not it, part of it at all. Yeah. In, in, in the con- context of winning that game now, I know from a few people I'd have talked to that Ballygunner, probably a neutral favourite, lads that are always contesting monster titles. A lot of people probably wanted them to win in All Ireland, but after that, <laughs> they mm, seem to, that yeah. that's gone out the window now, and it might be a hindrance to them going forward. Absolutely. I, I a couple of years ago when they played Ballyay down in Welsh Park, I went down to Washington. I was supporting Ballygunner. I wanted to see him do well, and unless they're playing a tip team. And yeah, probably I'd like to see him do. They're a big club. They do a lot of great work, and you, you, you would like to see him do well. And I'd tell, tell you straight, I'll be a Kilmallock fan next week. There's no way, or whenever it's on, there's no way I'll support Ballygunner if that's the kind of play acting they're going to be at. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, that's that's what's going to follow him now for the rest of the year. They knew they're in trouble. Like they knew they were on the wire. Like they knew they they had to do this shit to win the game. That's. They're shitting themselves like O'Keefe missed that penalty, like showed the nerves well. Like, you know, mm. usually you stick yeah. them in the corner. Yeah. You know, you try to roll in bottom corner and dash them up. Didn't work like they were under huge pressure, so they tried every trick in the book, like and they pulled out the dirty trick book. Then, like, yeah, and Sean, it kind of reminds me of remember the Watford tip under 20 game from last year. Yeah, Watford were eight or nine points up, and there was a full 20 minutes to play, and they were trying to go down yeah. injured and hold up the match. Cramps, yeah. Yeah, was that a fair field as well, or was it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, remember, yeah. cramps and injuries and sh- losing yeah. balls and puckouts and oh. It seems it seems to be a, a thing down there with teams doing that. Um, they're getting all looked for it anyway. But when John McGregor got sent off, Sean, in fairness to Lockmore, they stayed coming, uh, made a few subs. Kieran Connolly really stormed into the game in the second half. He was, he was just very, 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 very good. And Liam McGrath, Stephen was saying earlier, they worked very hard to try and make up for the, the numerical disadvantage. But after after John McGregor sent off, there was really no goal threat up there. No, it wasn't none. He was a two command. He was even the work he did when he was trying to stop the ball coming out, he was there like with down one man or fine, down two. I just it was game over. Ballygunner knew what to do. The conditions got off. It's matter of seeing the game off Ballygunner, even trying to watch the match and telly. We're looking at it from behind the goals, camera so wet in the side, you know. So, Valley Gunner knew then that was a matter of seeing it out, keeping the ball and playing possession, and they won it well in the end, you know, comfortably. Like, but it was turning point was a penalty, like, was to be honest. That more would have won, I think, to score that penalty. And that's that's all she wrote for Lockmore this year. It was a pretty good year, in fairness, <laughs> you can't really be too disappointed. I know that the manner of the defeat was probably going to irk some people, but. From a Tipperary perspective, lads, when I was just cooling down after watching the match, I was like, thinking to myself, 
this is a probably a good result to give the McGraths a fairly good break. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Look, it is well known that John probably wasn't himself the last couple of years, but John McGrath this year playing for Lockmore was it just simply sensation. And if we can get that John McGrath back on the hurling field for Tipperary, it's it, it's only going to be a positive. And uh, look to to put the tip jersey on, be a little bit selfish in that regard. You'd be glad he had a rest. You'd be glad he gets a nice good. Same with Noel McGrath. You'd be glad because they're on the go. Like how many championship matches have they played the last two years? Like it's just been phenomenal. I don't. I wouldn't think any other club has played as many. And uh, if we just put our tip hats on there, we want them boys fresh. We want them boys fresh next year. And they 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 did the business in Tipperary. Unfortunately, it didn't work out in Munster. Now we don't now they can rest and get ready for Tipper again. <laughs> I, I, know, I know Sean was happy to see them knocked out anyway, not the rest of the grass, just, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I know McGrath's getting married well next week, so I said a little right session, I said they make up for last yeah. month, but they couldn't do much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well earned. Right. Well earned is right. All right, so we'll move on now. Lockmore weren't the only team in uh, club action. Last weekend, we had Skeen Rinky in the Munster semi-final against the Gunlaw. A savage win for them lads after extra time, uh, two sixteen to one sixteen. They looked to have the match wrapped up in normal time, but Ogunlo got a last minute goal in normal time, but they dug it out in the end. Uh, Stephen, you'd have a good idea. This Keener Inky lads, it's fairy tale stuff now into a monster final. Yeah, yeah, we we played them there in uh, two thousand and nineteen, and in a semi final, the best in a, in a in a south final. Sorry, in, a re, in the after a replay, and uh, like they they stay going. In fairness to them, like. You know the other the other crowds getting the last minute goal, but they stay going and and they did it to us twice. They stayed going in. The, I think we were six points up at or something in the first day. They got a couple of late goals. Then the second day, then they got. I, I think I think Young Vaughan I think kicked the winner. Might the Harley might have fell out, but they just they just stayed going and they were a good team. And I think they were caught in the hop in the following week. Might have might have over celebrated that night. Who knows? But they were caught they were caught then the following week and. To see him do the business there now, and especially when they've been there, thereabouts in the juniors last few years, to see him win the county and go along and do look, what we we would have loved to have done two years ago, but unfortunately we weren't able. And uh, they're going along now, and they're in the monster final. Or is it monster final stage now? They're is yeah, it? Yeah, they're in the monster final. And, and look, I know that the lads tell you there it's only junior and it's only the. They're in the monster final representing their club, representing the county lads. It's a huge honour. It's a huge honour. Fair play to them. Absolutely, yeah. And we've um, just seen there earlier today that that match is fixed for January the 9th, I think. So they're playing Bally Giblin of Cork, which I, I think is fairly, there's only two parishes over from Skeena Rinky. Do you know, do you know Stephen? Yeah, it is just, it's, they'll be local enough to each other. Like, mm. you know, there'll be, be, be a few lads know each other on them teams and, and uh, with Connor, with I know I know Connor's the football star and all that, like, but he'll bring big game experience to Skeener Inky now. Like he's he's won a monster title with with Tipperary, so he he understands the big big day, and and he'll have them lads, he'll have them lads relaxed and focused and and look, tis tis their first monster final, so they're going to be nervous, but he's been there, done that for Tipperary, so he'll have them boys. Rare to go on the, on the day and add in the little bit of a local locality and the local rivalry of it. This should be a cracking day. 
And there's an interesting subplot there as well. Uh, Colin English that played underage for Tipperary is playing for Bally Giblin after transferring from Father Sheehy's. And Father Sheehy's is actually the parish in between Bally Giblin and Sakina Rinky, uh, uh, which, which is funny. I think someone put it up on Premier View. So that'll be interesting. It'll be great to see. Look, sure, we're not laden with Munster, Munster titles in Tipperary yeah, the last yeah. 15, 20 years. So it'll be great to see Sakina Rinky get over the line in that one. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, right, so we'll move on, boys, to the Miller Shield. Uh, concluded last week since we were last on. Um, West Tipperary pulling out a victory against the South in Cashel to clinch the title. Sean, I don't know how much you've seen or didn't see in Stephen saying, but um, from what you're hearing, who are the candidates that stood out in these games? I've only seen very little of Jonas now. Um, with our own match and stuff, get ready. But the talking lads was a good experiment. Um, Thought one of this actually all the games and goes, it's great to him go to matches. Um, something for him to do. And he said some of the players like he heard things about him and didn't perform, or otherwise he heard things of some players and they perform like Reece Shelley and go as they heard is exceptional. Like so, he's one they could puck in. Like, other than that, not many names kind of standing out. Like it'll be the same for lads, but again, as we said, if you get three or four in from this, you're probably missing some of your bigger teams like Third Stars and no lads in. On that, we had heard Connor Stakel and Dennis Mara call into the training panel. So, there are a few lads that weren't playing that are at the business in the championship that would probably be called in. But it's a fair old trial out there. Stephen, did you get to see any games? Yeah, um, I got to see the first game, and uh, I, I'm actually working for um, the second two games. But according to reports, now uh, money saying it. The two Davin lads were supposed to be brilliant. We'll take that on board. We're rare to hear that now, so take on board. We get him in. I get him in there. So, but um, no, no, it was up in the first game. Uh, South versus North. And and uh, after the North, they were, they were little with all, most, a lot of the big players. They were, Jesus, they were, uh, they were there must have been six or seven inter-county lads there. And, you, you could see it. You could see it a mile away, especially with Barry Heffernan. You know, you know, like what you expect of your inter county lads is you want them to stand out in a club game. Now I know Miller Shield is, is divisional, but they stand out. And uh it was just it was excellent viewing at that time of year. And for the South, the, the South has some nice performers that farmers that day as well. And like if if they can get I, I think this is a, a fantastic opportunity for Whoever's taking part in these games, that if they can add even to the training panel, you know it's it's so it's it's a positive out of the Miller Shield, you know, and maybe they might get one or two players that that we might not necessarily think as 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 spectators. I ah, know, so what would he have like? Uh, but when he's open, if he gets a call up to the to to Doctor Morris Park, there there might be something that that we're lacking somewhere that one person could just bring that we don't know about. And uh, look, at the end of the day, it's hurling games and it's, it's, it's kind of, it's your division. It's the best of your divisions. I know the mid were down a good few now. And what it, it's, it's, there's no negative involved in it whatsoever. And I think it was uh, the game I got to see now, the South. Now, unfortunately, the North were too strong for him and pulled away rightly in the second half. But, it was just it's a great feeling, like you know, and is, uh, I think it's a great idea. It's something I'd like for it to stay if they're not going to use it as a as an old shop window thing for tip. It's a great idea for just bring back that divisional competition, and rather than have just all young fellas or all 
pick the best lads there because I know some clubs uh one the lads weren't available and should during the last stages of the county, but just just go ahead with it every year, I'd be saying. Go ahead with it. I think it's a great um initiative to to start back up again. And look, anyone that's getting exposed to that kind of level, it's it's one more step up from just your club, if you get me. And yes. if they do get a call in, that they're they're getting exposed to the big games, you know, and getting 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 matches against the few the likes of Barry Heffern it. They can only approve you. Yeah, it's hard to see a downside there, and it's for a yeah. good cause as well. So, just from my viewing of it, um, the probably the biggest performance on it were Dylan Cork at wing back for the West was, geez, in all the games I seen him, he was he was very good, especially against the South in the last game, just powering up with ball and he got a great score and he was he's, he's very physical, he's big in the air. Um, you'd wonder was that year in uh, eighteen that Clonaldy won the county a hindrance to him because he played so well up centre forward for them and that kind of slotted him in there for exposure with Tip but he was an excellent wing back from under 21 as we all know when they won the All-Ireland so he look, he looks like he could get a bit of game time there uh, Alan Tynan was good in the game and a half that he got to play before well he was playing well against the South the first day Stephen and Barry Heffernan decided to concuss him and himself uh, <laughs> before yeah, half time yeah. Uh, he was motoring very well that day, and he's just a he's just a go heck of a lad that's a, a real athlete, and he's yeah, early, yeah. He's early and, and strong, on. very very strong too. Very strong. Very strong you strong you can see from his rugby exposure, he's a big unit, and he's well able to travel with the ball, and he looks yeah, yeah. looks like a lad that'd slot in well with the hurling that that teams are playing these days. Um, mm. Other than that, other in terms of performances. It's hard to pick anyone else out. Like the management, maybe will see somebody and think they can work on them. But um, I think it's more about Sean. It's probably more as much about getting the lads that have been on the fringes of the panel for the last two years a bit of exposure to playing a more competitive game before the before the tip action comes back around. Yeah, and kind of Steve mentioned there kind of one thing related to like the south, not the same for south, but like a lot of them players might kind of got the chance maybe not playing a senior club level. Um, you know, getting a chance to like Davis has get kind of playing opportunity there, and like that's always something that'll help. And like going forward, something like sure, I was looking at like whether the lads they're giving a chance and even wanting to train and pan or ever or kind of into a kind of B setup or something, but it's definitely going to help tip like and to kind of change the structures with new conditioning and finishing going on. And we have to approach something different, like so you know, Limerick are doing something different, why can't we do something differently? Exactly, yeah. So that that was a very good uh, a good couple of weeks and it was well worth uh, getting up early on Saturday mornings to go to. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll see what comes of it um, when we when we see the first panel that Colin Bonner announces there. Central Stadium, an iconic sporting venue. As part of a major fundraising drive, My Stadium Seat is offering you the chance to place your name or the name of someone who loves GAA on a seat at the Field of Legends. Packages from €100 Euro include seat naming plaques, certs of authenticity, online biographies and open day tickets. Show your support or make someone's Christmas. Visit MyStadiumSeat.com. Sample Stadium, where every name matters. And that'll bring us nicely into the pre-season competition. So the pre-season uh, Munster hurling and football competitions were drawn last week. The hurlers in the uh, Munster Hurling League, is it now? Not the water for Crystal anymore. So they were drawn against Kerry in the quarterfinal. Um, that'll be the first game. And should they win that, which we expect they should, It'll be Limerick in the semi-final then. 
Sean, it's not really something I wanted. Was another preseason competition squeezed into seven months now with the split season? Do you think this is is this necessary? I don't really think so. I think like what kind of team going to point out these? Going to point out are the lads are playing in the middle she'll give him a go like I'd rather see him play kind of in-house on our team train and kind of see more stuff or even play challenge matches they may have more up against stronger teams like teams pull out with these events but it's hard to know like, they're kind of they're kind of at the end of their rope not to be honest but they're squashed I mean injuries could happen I know I know injury could happen on there but still it's just better see the lads in train and work out from there and in-house matches or playing challenge games against Kenny's or Cork whatever you know like and Stephen, no Cork in this competition because they're gone on their holidays. Um, just kind of a highlight of how important these competitions are and glorified challenge matches. Really. Yeah, exactly. And and to just to touch back to the Miller Miller Shield, been a, a step above some some um, games that clubs club players might play. I if me personally, I'd use this to the young the lads that were called in off the Miller Shield performances, all the lads that are in training now. That wouldn't be exposed to even even the summertime training with Sammy. Any all the new lads that are brought in, all the, the very inexperienced, they're the lads I'd use in this. Give them yeah. ex, give them experience of of playing for Tipperary in look, it's an official competition. It's in, in the muck of winter, but it's still experience of the match day prep, what's what's involved, what's expected. Because look, if we get a result there that Tipper after being bet by Kerry, we're gonna go into Melton. Even uh, Tipperary are terrible. We're going to get everyone to be giving out spells and get rid of the manager. But allow these lads to play. Allow the lads that are in their training now. They might not necessarily make the panel for the summer. But give them that exposure now. Give them them games. They're the lads I, I think should be playing these. Comp- if we're entered, play them lads in it. I know a few years ago, um, cousin of mine, Richard McGrath, when he was under 21, they put the under-21 team into the Watford Crystal and they, they ended up playing uh, the Watford senior team in the Watford Crystal. They are, but if it was still called that, just must be 15, 16 years ago now, you know. Mm. And rather than burden the senior players that are there all year and it's an extra games from, put out the young lads that are fresh onto the panel, give them exposure to the match day situation, give them exposure to wearing the Tipperary jersey and what's expected of them and you know what? They might make the panel this year, but that little bit there could help next year. You know, and I don't think I don't think even someone like, let's say, someone trying to break onto the team like Samarki Ho, he shouldn't be playing that game. You know, like let the lads that are coming in now that brand new into it, let them because if they're expo- it could bring them on a small bit, even if it's only to train them with the tip boys for the next couple of months. That's all. That's they're the only people that be playing and. It, and I don't mean it in a disrespectful way to them lads. The brand new into the Tipperary setup, give them that little bit of exposure before throwing them in against Kilkenny in a, in a, in, in, in the National League, if you get me. Yeah. Um, just in terms of the game itself, Sean, what do you see getting lined out against Kerry? Um, do we have one or two experiences that haven't hurled in a few months since they've been knocked out, mixed in with a lot of lads on the fringes or... How is Colin going to approach this? 
I he could run, but Stephen said there, I'd rather I'd like to see lads that came from the Miller kind of panels there and lads that are on the fringe up for 20, under 21 and that going in. Like, you don't want to see Ronan Parik, Noel, John, Jamie. Like, you don't want to see any of them lads. No, Barrett, even like Barry Heffern. Like, they're the lads that have been around. We know what to get from them. As Stephen said, even the match day experience there, stand lads going on, going on the tip jersey, you know, being on time, all that kind of small things like that will add. Like, you need to hit a good structure in place and like, this one plays a starter and, and if can't show it against Kerry and Otis one game of that for he's going to get dogged out of it then he might be up to but just give him as a chance again and come February then you kind of know what I have then from the games you've had already a bit of training or starting doing there since last Wednesday then these two matches as well so if it helps it helps why wouldn't put out any of our main lads that have iron medals in the pocket in it when um, I was up at the, the Norton this out match and uh, is it in, in the Dunphy from St. Mary's um, mm. Dunphy I, I think he's a fantastic goalie his distribution is excellent and the, in the other hand in the other goal then was was um, was uh, I say Brian, his name Brian Hogan Brian Hogan mm. now Brian Hogan don't need to be playing that game but if in the Dunphy was playing the game now not the, the West are the are, are the Mays might have had a better goalie was just for example if Ender Dunphy was playing that game wouldn't Colin Bonner get to see what he's like in a tip set up and it exposes him then to a higher level of of of, uh, of, of hurling as well and as as I said what you do in the morning what you do in the night before like all these lads then they're getting that experience I know they were all on minors and under 21s but again the senior is different and I think no point in having Brian Hogan at that match, even though Brian, if he's not the number one for tip, don't need it. Yeah. Playing the Dunphy, for an example, you know, and 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 even our even our own lads, we have kind of wheeling on in training with the seniors now. Play Connor Ash, expose him to these to, to this to these games, you know. As as I said, if we see Ronan Mar down there or, or Norm McGrath, or not Norm McGrath, but if we see them kind of lads down there, like we're like. When when is the time for the young lads to get these this exposure, you know? And yeah. I, I just hope I hope I hope Colin Bonner don't go down that route of playing the 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 there the, the lads that were there tried and trusted too early, you know. Make yeah. give the young fellas exposure. Make them make them push push the boys to earn back to, to keep the pace. That's what we want. We want 30 lads competing for 15 places. Exactly, yeah. And look, it's not long coming back around anyway, so that's Fixed, I think, for the second weekend in, in January. Um, and the footballers as well were drawn out in the McGrath Cup, lads, just briefly. Uh, Kerry and Limerick in a, two, in a three group and the top team in each group goes into a final. It's interesting for the footballers now after the whole kerfuffle with the, uh, the structures for the football championship. You would have thought before the Munster draw, it's going to be a short year, uh, two games, uh, one qualifier. But the way the draw is lined up for Tip now, um, they have something really to build into. And they'll be using the McGrath Cup games, Sean, to, to build up and get a bit of confidence going as they go into the Munster campaign. Yeah, footballers need to kind of get that bit of buzz back into them again. Um, we do say there's chances there, a draw is falling for them to go on this year and kind of drive on and see something. But we kind of need to go on upward curve football now. We're kind of well, one thing on football is you don't end up in them lower leagues like you're going to be stuck down there in a rut and like you see there like we've teams like Lockmore and give clear in club game we're going through and no they're all kind of talking lips like and Lockmore lads aren't even on the football panel like, but it shows like Watson tip 
And with the mind too, like we need there to win the month's title that they can drive on from them positions if they give, get going right. There's plenty to motivate them, Stephen, going into the league, relegated to Division 4 last year, surely will be looking to win a lot of games and that and try to get promotion back up. And then, look, if if the Munster final from two years ago is anything to go by, there's always the capability of an upset and maybe even avoiding carry again. So there's plenty to, to look forward to for them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, there's, there's talent there. Like, you know, it's just... Unfortunately, we're not a top-tier football county. But if they can get a bit of momentum going, momentum is huge. Lockmore is the best example. Get that momentum going, get the positive results, get the feeling good, and, you know, hopefully hopefully, start working our way up. And who knows, we might have another year like we did a couple of years ago. And, as I said, like, avoid, avoid carry. I don't think tip and fear... I wouldn't think they'd fear anyone really else in, in a in a Monster Championship game. I think everyone needs to just avoid Kerry first. Kerry are obviously the king things there, so hopefully, hopefully they get to the Monster Final anyway, and anything can happen at that stage. Um, moving on now, lads. So under twenty one action still going on in a lot of the divisions. Uh, Sean, you're down to semi final stages. Yeah, down to semi finals in the mid. They're um, from defeat ourselves there on a Sunday morning there in the rag. After extra time, they pull away in the end. Um, we're four points up with about two minutes on the clock. And Drum hit, miss hit a free and up the back of the net. They scored another free then to level it. Went extra time and Drum's kind of power and friend shine through. In the end, then they were bigger hurry lads, more lads up to the age um, for the dirty day it was. So they're going to end up playing Holy Cross in the mid-semi. That's fixed for Stevens Day. And we've mine and McCarrick in the other side there. So I'd fancy it'll be the winners of Drum and Holy Cross there that'll go a long way in this competition. Um, it's hard to know. Conditions, again, play a vital part there. So and it's last year, the competition probably thought it would be nice to win it for ourselves. But at this point, kind of finished the year. Um, Paddy Creedon was well held. Um, Dar Saitlin was exceptional again for I was like, you know, so we only need I think it was two lads up to the edge. So it's a young team and a lot of them are 19 and 20 and they go again, but experience. But drum of a solid team, to be honest, they're big lads. They have some great hurlers versus the champions. Like, so they'll take away a beating with Holy Cross. We'll be there with the right hurlers as well. So they, that'll be a humdinger of a game of Stevens Day for sure in the mid. It's nice to see you lose something anyway, Sean, for the year that was in us. <laughs> Thanks. No <harm>. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, don't... Down south, look, you're obviously behind. We're not, we're not, we're going to, going to see that. Uh, what stage are you at there? It's, it's I knew group. it was coming. It's in groups, is it? Uh, they're at the semi final stage. Um, okay. But with the, I think there was the last few weeks with pitches unavailable and refs unavailable. I, I'm, I've heard on good authority that semi finals are going to be played Stephen's morning. Okay. So, They'll get there, but they just they'll get there behind the rest of the divisions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, in the north, we have the under 21B final this weekend. It's on Saturday. Uh, Port Row taking on Ballinahinch, Temple Derry. And we have the under 21A semi final between Nina and Kiladang. That was postponed last week um, after the death of Kieran Fish to Delaney. And we send our condolences to his family. Obviously, it's very sad. Um, but the Hurlins. Got to go on, and the under twenty ones are going to be look we're late in the year, but they'll get played eventually. Uh, moving on, so lads, we also had uh, the county committee meeting. Um, I think it was was it Monday Monday night. So 
obviously the big news from a tip supporters perspective coming from that is the partnership with Satanta College, Sean. Um, Des Ryan involved a former Arsenal sports scientist. Um, he's going to be heading up all the programming for underage teams and senior teams. This is something we've been crying out for and it's, it's very welcome, isn't it? Oh yeah, for sure. I'd have kind of a beware stand here a long time during town there. Um, they moved into our clubhouse gym there since last number of years as well. So they're an exceptional organization. Like you fear they have some of the top coaches in the planet um, and the graduates coming through. They're getting the big jobs, whether it's in Ireland, England, South, South America, wherever they are. You know, so it's on the doorstep of Simba Stadium. They've put in big money into the handball alleys, fully kitted out for tip teams only as well. Like so, which is Stone Trophy and Dr. Morris. So it's all their facilities are there. Um, our, our underage are kind of in the our own club was there last number of Wednesday evenings doing sessions. There's big numbers going in. And I see, I see lads mingling outside. You know, they're enjoying it. They're going in. They're getting work out. They're coming out. And they feel part for drawing or tip drawers with tip gear. You know, so it's kind of getting them into the kind of tip setup, how professional it can be like at a young age. And it's great to see. So it's a positive thing for sure. Like, and when you have someone like Stan back in it that have Park Harrington's on the books, like, it has to be a positive thing. And we've been kind of been behind the eight ball on this, Stephen. We see what Limerick have done in the last 10 years. They've kind of a, a streamlined pathway into the senior panel and everyone knows what they're doing. They've had exposure to the gym and strength and conditioning. Is, is this a big deal for Tip? Is this something we badly needed? Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think we're probably 10, 10 years behind and we, we'll, uh, we'll see the fruition of this maybe in 10 years' time when... when when it's athletes, when there are athletes coming out, and I just like we are behind. Even to starting this year, but other counties have got on board of what Limerick were doing, and they've started it already. I know, for, I know, down in Watford they have it started with a year now. You know, the little lads are going in there to get the coaching. The data is all being stored, and in fairness, it's been said on Premier View an awful lot for a long time that it's something that should have been done. You know, it's not it's not only a new thing that's been said the last couple of months and. Yes, thankfully, yeah. This has been saved a long time, and uh, it, it's like you can't have a, a coach training a fourteen-year-old, fifteen, sixteen-year-old, or, or minors, and and they're doing certain certain exercises and certain S and Cs, and then just going in and doing a totally different program at twenty-one. It has to be streamlined. He has to be moving from A to B, C, D, all the way up along. So when he when when they're young lads, then when they go into the senior setup, they're 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 ready only for experience. Like there's no like Jake when Jake Morris came on the scene there a couple of years ago, everyone knew he talent, but he didn't have the S and C behind him. He didn't have the physical, and it's a different animal when you watch when you watch someone a young lad at inter county level when the lad, everyone around him is just a monster. It's just a machine. We'll be hoping when our lads start making the transition, they're already there. You know, it's just to gain experience, to gain, you know, and I think it's it's a fantastic and, and especially then, as as he said, it is on the doorstep now of, of Dr. Morris Park. It is there. We have the best in the business running it. Like I think I think it's a it's a brilliant, brilliant time for Tipperary Horn. Do we see any sh- short term benefits from this, Sean? Or is this just a something that's going to benefit us five, ten years down the line? 
Short term will surely help as well. Like you kind of have Stevens is on our doorstep there. Still, he's rolling one going. The lad can win there instead of going to Dr. Morris training. Um, like lads are coming away from the 21 and underage set up into senior next year. We'll be doing the same kind of workout, same routine in the gym. They with the same kind of coach just a lot of time. You know, the coach will be intermingling with each other. It would be an easy swap over. So, like, it's kind of a long term goal, but you'd hope straight away, like, to honest, I hope that even young guys are in the last number of weeks that that come next April, May, they look bigger, they look stronger. Like, a couple of months of programs and that with unrunner teams, you want to kind of be filling the doors. And if they look a bit bigger, then that's positive from that side of view. And mm-hmm. it just seems all positive up above when I see young guys coming up. You just seem enjoying it, they're happy. And just, Something that I haven't seen with that kind of underage team, Dr. Morris and the fucking slogging in the rain there, hitting the wall off the wall, like, in November. Yeah, I don't yeah. know whether it's doing that in form, like, whether, whether in the gym, they're inside, working on something that you can work on this time of year, like, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it, it brings, what, what they're after doing, it brings that, that element of professionalism, the element of, uh, we know what we're doing long-term. I think the short-term, you, you might not see massive size difference between a, a, a young lad going in there now and, and in six months' time, but the core and and the athlete, and and the flexibility and and the injury prevention, that's the that was that's that's the, the short term impact straight away. They'll have they'll have a better understanding of what they should and shouldn't be doing. Yeah, like the brother uh, said to me one of the days, if all these lads are going to the gym in their own time in their own parish and, and he's what what do they call it uh, ego they'll be doing ego weights. You know, they'll be lifting big, massive, heavy weights and it's, it's, it's all wrong. But they're going to be getting some education off the lads that are there. And, and it's just, it's, I, I think it's just going, uh, look, it's already after being, bringing positive talk around just the supporters around the county. If, imagine if you were involved in it, if you were one of the players that's getting it, I'd just, you'd be buzzing going in and out of Yeah, it's definitely exciting considering, look, I don't know what you think, but we still have a lot of young lads ready to come onto the scene that have serious hurling ability. That's unquestioned. If yeah, they can, yeah. They can get that S&C on board and get a good base. Jesus, it, it, it bode very well for us, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so lads, there was other stuff there. Uh, Sean, uh, I'll ask you about the Turles Gales motion to stop second teams and enter to any age. It was defeated by a big majority. This was never going to take off, was it? No, it's a pure dig at Turles Arsenal's, to be honest, that's all it was. Nothing is. Um, couldn't make it out. Your nine players that we have that come play, be under 19, be under 21. I know we didn't win many games, but they're still giving lads games. They won't get a game otherwise. Like if Palace 30 lads there, and even young lads that might be 18, 19, that aren't on, set up then at 119 are going in playing B21. I know 21 is gone, but it's just. I couldn't work out the logic behind other other than the pure. I won't say the worst man is now, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I know we get a good reaction out on that one. Um, just other things off of that, lads. A surplus of three hundred thousand after the year up twenty k from twenty twenty, so that's a positive thing. Uh, we have the age grade motions, which is going around at the moment in the divisions. We've seen the West. The West were the first uh, division to say that they'd be looking to run an under-21 grade next year. And the North have since followed suit. Is Joe Kendi quickly quashed it and he didn't want to hear about it, but he has said that he's willing to talk to the divisions to see if it could run and not interrupt the um, 
the overall fixtures plan. Sean, is this is this the clubs telling them that they want an under twenty one championship come hell or high water? It is, yeah. But I've seen them fall back and right, you play your division off there in front of us, not include the county, they'll wipe their hands of it. Um like it is I know we played sun, Sunday, they're gone. Like the drum game now can't be only across the Stevens Day because they're playing football, intermediate, monster. That Stevens Day, young lads like they win that they're playing mid fine the following week. It's, I know 21 games are great and all, but we've lads in our team that have been hurling their senior, like Darius Sakeson, he was field there in bits after, you know, went through the wars, same Paddy Green. Like, you know, there's a long year for these lads. Um, it's a great grade, but. You're depending on how our county teams are going as well and where they are. So it could be great to even run at division level, even without, say, Grand so running off without drumming in. Grand running off, have our two weekends there in November. be a great competition. Like, you know, so there is ways of running it off that will make it worthwhile to sure. Steve, what's the word down in the south? Is this something that they, they'll be visiting or is this something the clubs want? Well, I think, I think for the most part, everyone wants it. Everyone prefers a an under twenty one grade. Um, the change of the grade years ago, I think, was 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 it never it never gathered the public support at all. And um, it is too big a gap there. If you're especially if you're from a smaller club, if you're trying if you're trying to make the breakthrough, you might ne- not necessarily be on your your senior or your intermediate first team. But when your last grade of hurling is twenty. You know, it might take, it could be 22 or 3 before you're actually really starting to make inroads. In and removing, going back from 21 to 20 is taking a year, is, or is adding another year of your, um, let's call it struggle. You let, let, you're trying to get into your team, but you know, whereas you're playing competitive hurling at 21 years of age until at the, to the oldest level you possibly can. You know, and after that, then the breakthrough from, until you're playing with your intermediate or senior club is a little bit shorter. Plus, you're more of a you're more of a man. You're 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 bigger. You're stronger. You're another year into your hurling. I just it, it it just it was just a terrible call in the first place. And I know it was to do with Barney player for T. But look, what we lost at minor and under twenty one, or or what the the rest time you know to avoid player burnout. So they were just in with the county teams that bit longer. It made no difference whatsoever. As far as I was concerned, and uh, I I think it's something. Look, as Sean said, if it's not um, if it's not going to be county related, if the divisions ran off a proper under twenty one competition in a decent time of year, if they could, would it, it wouldn't it benefit the players a little bit more? You know, as there's only one team can represent the division, but the, every team can play under twenty one in their divisions. I just think uh, the something has to something has to be started. I'd like to see it go back to 21 myself. Yeah. Well, we know it'll be if uh, it won't be till next year if that does happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're moving on. So um, there was more motions here, just cherry picking a few. Uh, the Swan motion to alter the secret ballot rules. Um, that is going to go to Congress, but it's a bit out of order, according to Joe Kendi, and will be sent back. But yeah, Swan's asked him to clarify his comments. Um, and he said he's going to ask Croke Park about that. Um, the Swan motion that put Tip forward motion to Congress. Um, yeah. So, look, I think that's a great idea, lads. I think the secret ballot, look, you could be sending a rep from your club and you have an idea what he's going to do, but 
he could go behind her back in two seconds and change his mind if he was talking to this, that, and the other. I, I think the secret ballot's the, I think it's a joke. I think yeah. everybody should be accountable for the vote that they place and everyone should know because you're relying on one person going in there and being honest and you don't know if your club voted the way that everybody in the committee wanted to do it. Stephen, is this something that needs to be scrapped? Absolutely. The, the whole secret ballot thing is um, if you have a belief in something, why do you need to hide it? You know, if your belief is is or if your your club have sent you in the directive of uh you have to you have to you're voting this way or whatever. I, I don't understand why that needs to be hidden. Mm. You know, I, I, the show of hands, whatever. I don't understand why you need to hide it. And and what that does then is it takes a show of hands, it takes <laughs> off the table with like sixty lads out of out of seventy could vote one way, but if it's secret ballot, who knows? Yeah. You know, like it that's it's it removes all that controversy. Show of hands and be done with it. It do, it does think, doesn't it, that, that it is yeah. like that. And you just yeah. know that it's been it's been flouted, isn't it? Um Sean, there's a talk of three potential sponsors been spoken to at the minute. Uh been it's going to be announced in the next few weeks, apparently. Uh this is a bit late coming, isn't it? It's been it's been a nice while since Tenio have not renewed the sponsorship for next year. What sort of a sponsor can we expect to get here? We we need we need somebody that's going to going to be uh, have an open wallet for us after the money that we had from Tenny on to be able to keep into J- JP over in Limerick. Yeah, and like I've heard no names mentioned. Like to be honest, yeah. um, any of the names I mentioned there a few weeks back, they're not interested as far as I'm aware. Um, O'Neill's up on her site that New Jersey's coming next April, so this could drag out a while. Let's be honest, we could be. We could have no one on Jersey for the league games. Um, most toss on behind the scene. It's a difficult time. This COVID shite, like it's companies are big, but like who's there? Like the big names that I mentioned previously, they don't seem to be interested. Like we could end up with someone that has a business that no one even heard of again, like then for a kind of time again in us. So. Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Well, more than more than likely, according to Joe Kennedy, have it done sooner rather than later. So fingers crossed. Um, that's all we have, lads, on the agenda. Do you have anything else, Ted? Anything else going on around the county? No, I don't. I, I just want to touch back on the sponsorship there. Yeah. There's a strange one that, like, you know, the big, the big clubs in Dublin, they can get the big clubs now. They get the, the big sponsorship. Like, you know, it's a cooler sponsored by... Um, uh, Hawaii. Oh, yeah. You know, like, and uh, yeah. this is Tipperary and they're struggling to get a sponsorship. You know, it's it's... It's not without this being disrespectful, but it's not Carlow. It's not one of the smaller <laughs> counties that that uh, might struggle to win and that wouldn't be realistic All Ireland contenders. Like, you know, it's it's is is a bad look that we're struggling to get a sponsorship. You know. Yeah, it is. I wonder is it a case that we're struggling or they're looking for a, a better offer somewhere? And um, look, I hope it's I hope it's the latter, but you'd imagine what. Look, the Munster Championship's never been more competitive and it's a, with the way the football is going as well, it's going to be an even bigger product for the summer ahead. So you'd imagine there'll be, there'll be companies interested. Um, but look, we'll get sorted one way or the other, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's all we have time for this week, lads. Um, keep an eye out on our social medias uh, for a chance to win a prize with mystadiumseat.com. Um, it's plastered all over our social medias, Instagram, Twitter. So keep an eye out for that. And make sure and hit the notification icon to 
keep up to date with all the latest ep- episodes. Uh, we may or may not be back before Christmas, but if we don't talk to you till the new year, uh, happy Christmas and happy new year. That's it. Tip it on a boo. Hello. Central Stadium, an iconic sporting venue. As part of a major fundraising drive, My Stadium Seat is offering you the chance to place your name or the name of someone who loves GAA on a seat at the Field of Legends. Packages from €100 Euro include seat naming plaques, certs of authenticity, online biographies and open day tickets. Show your support or make someone's Christmas. Visit mystadiumseat.com. Sample Stadium, where every name matters.